Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. What's up, Mason? We are back together. And I don't know if you can tell by the audio change just in that alone, right? If you're listening. But yes, we are back in person and it feels so good. I'm just going to turn so I can look Mason in the eyes, not through the computer, you know? Yes. (laughs) So Mason, how's it been being back? Uh, Honestly, yeah, it's it's been really great. Um, I got back last Monday and, you know, it was a little cold. Uh, you know, being back to Utah then, but uh, it just felt it just felt good. I saw the mountains, you know, on the plane ride back, and I was just like, "Oh, I've missed you." And uh, <laughs> I don't know how it felt cold. You lived through like a natural disaster, or blizzard out there. You know, you would think that based off what you see in the news, you know, and storm of the century, and it it just it was like six six to eight inches of snow. You know, just a regular day <laughs> in Utah in any season, almost. You know, you can get that spring, <laughs> fall. Yeah. And you came home, and everything's good here at home. It wasn't like that scene of Castaway, like where he shows up and his wife got remarried while he was lost on the. No, there was nothing. <laughs> nobody else's ascot was hanging on the door or anything like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, Hillary just didn't move on. Like I don't know when he's coming back. <laughs> yeah, she no, she stayed faithful, and that <laughs> Hillary being the real MVP that she is, repainted our whole kitchen, the the cabinets, dude, I and checked, put up a backsplash. Yeah, dude, I checked it out. It looks pretty nice. Can't wait, can't wait to have a dinner party. Oh, yeah, now you guys got to come do that. But, yeah, so it's been really good. Been good to be back home, get back into the thick of things. But what about you, man? How's life been? Well, it's been good. I mean, tonight was a little chaotic getting this all set up. I mean, we're usually recorded, done, and editing right now. But On, Yeah, by yesterday, actually. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, last-minute change. Autumn wasn't feeling good. Brooks didn't have a nap all day, so he was screaming. So, called an audible. Moved the studio to Mason's house, got on the road late, um, ran out of gas. Well, I didn't run out of gas, but I was a slash past the E already, so. <laughs> when you were on your way here? Yeah, I was like, oh, shoot, of course, I'm running late, Nick no gas. coasting in, you know, <laughs> on fumes. <laughs> like, the, 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 the odometer was even past E. It was like, I could see the entire empty dash. <laughs> it's, it's a matter of time before I start hearing and the then, noises. And then, I don't know if you know this, but. I do have superpowers. It's kind of lame, but uh, my superhero name is Yellow Light Man because everywhere I go, not that I make people slow or anything, but I just every light I hit just turns yellow as <laughs> I'm going. So <laughs> all the way up Antelope, yellow light, yellow light, yellow light, yellow light. And but you're making them through. No, no, oh, no. Okay. I like so, that like just far enough. Oh, so, so it's like right before you either get there. are running a a dangerous red light <laughs> or yeah. you're like. But you have to like slam on your brakes to like stop in time. That's always the gamble because you can when you see it turn yellow, you can be like challenge accepted and run this risk. See, but, I'm <laughs> always like in that like danger zone of like, yeah, it's gonna turn red right before I get there. And so yeah, it autumn. I every time we're driving, she's like, oh my gosh, yellow light. I'm like, dude, it's I'm cursed. I'm cursed to the yellow lights. And so, and if I try and jet it, she's like, no, <laughs> don't, but, Nick, don't. but she's always like, she'll be like doing something on her phone, like doing some editing or whatever. And she'll like, I'll slam on the brakes cause it turned yellow and I'm speeding. So like, she's like whoa, 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 Nick. I'm like, it just turned yellow. She's like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, no, seriously. It's like, if I was like a superhero, like I would just only go after like honest villains that like they would see a yellow light and they would be like, all right, I'll stop. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's, that's the only people you could catch, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't catch a rambunctious, you know, villain because they would just <laughs> run the red, you know? I need, like, the honest ones, like, oh, it's red, it's yellow, I better slow down, and then I catch them. Yeah, it's, it, I don't need to get pulled over today while I'm <laughs> getting away. <laughs> yeah, so, not a very effective uh, superhero, but that's my superhero powers, is yellow lights. So, yeah, that, that makes sense, because, I, I mean, I... I've met up with you, uh, you know, a bunch of times in life, and I don't think you've ever been on time. Never. I'm never <laughs> on time. <laughs> I blame it on the yellow lights. <laughs> That's what it's been this whole time. Yellow lights, yeah. But then there's times when I'm, like, directly, you know, down the street from your house, and there's no lights on the way there, so i got to figure out those stories. Uh, Why was Nick late? <laughs> <laughs> they, they put in a light. Yeah, they, they the installed way the light. Like, I was driving down. It was clear... The guy just threw up a light, flipped yellow. I had to stop. I got out. They took it down. Yeah, don't go looking for it. It's already don't gone. Look away. <laughs> they already took it away. <laughs> it was a, a temporary yellow light. But but yeah, it's been pretty good, though. But it's good to have you back. I mean, yeah. it's been, what was it, six, seven weeks? It felt like forever. Yeah, I was there for six weeks. I, so I think did we do six. We did six or seven weeks this of episodes. This is episode eight. Yeah. So episode one, you were here. And yeah, so. we did, I guess we, you know, we were off, so we recorded set, set you know, no, it's eight. Yeah, one at home, six on the road, one Yeah, one. I that missed one eight. of the interviews. Yep. But it's all right. He was on a plane last week, so sorry, he's making up for it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so anyways, what's uh, been new? Let's, let's dive into your youth hockey. So youth hockey this last week was, uh, it was a little bit, you know, emotional. It was our last, uh. Full squad practice with the D1 and D2 teams. So, but we had a couple of U of U women's players show up to our practice. Oh, really? Yeah, to help out with the kids. So that was nice. Did so Coach uh, Braden? No, young? I asked her if she was coming. She said she wasn't. So, but we skated with a couple oh, of the girls. Man. I'm gonna unfollow her on the Insta now. <laughs> she crossed the line. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even come to support. I don't think you know. I. Don't think they knew that we were. I was there, so it was alright. No, that's cool. We'll 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 let her slide. I mean, she's a coach. She's got responsibilities and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. and she's, she's probably busy. I think she's like a grad student too, or something. Yeah. Now. So she's yeah. busy. But then we had one game this weekend, and we played the Junior Grizz, and we played the Junior Grizz in Bernal, and I think we lost like eight to three or something, eight two. Like it was by a few, and then we played them mm-hmm. last weekend in Salmon, and lost them five one. Oh, and yeah. then we played them again, and so after the first period, I think it was zero zero, and then we scored in the in the second. Lexi and Ash, two girls, were just poking at it, and it went in, and so nice. they both were arguing at who got the goal, but they gave it to Lexi on the score sheet, whatever. But they gave the other girl the assist. Yeah, but I, goal assist, who cares? You know, there's, yeah, it's there's still a a, a one in the P column. That, yeah. You know, so and then we column. went. Yeah, and then we went down two one. They scored two, and then we tied it. And then they went up three two, and then we tied it up. I think with five minutes left, and then we made a power line. You know, we did our all right. These kids have been skating really good. We're gonna put them out for the last shift, and so we put them out there with two minutes left, and they got a good shot on net, and I was when I when I. Sent him out there. I was like, Lexi, come sit right here. And she was like, why? I'm like, because if I need someone to go on the ice, I need you to go on. And so she was just standing right there by me. And then we had a face-off with, he was like, 45 seconds left. 
and I called off one of the kids and I sent Lexi on and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, did I just do a dad move? Like put in my kid? Am I that guy? Is that who I've become <laughs> as a coach? Happened? Is that who I've become this as a nepotism? coach? nepotism. Yeah, that's who I've become as a coach, putting my daughter in, you know. But uh, we won the face-off. She won the face-off and it went back and uh, uh, shot from the point and it bounced out and Lexi just... Dude, put, put she it got in. the rebound, huh? Yeah, so and she put it, it in. And we, we scored 35 seconds left, and we won 4-3. So. so you had the dad intuition is what you had. I, I think, I hope, hopefully it was just my coaching intuition coming out. but The, the coach intuition to, so to know who was going to score that last goal. That's my, a cool moment, though. <laughs> my dad move, move end up winning us the game. So, so I no, guess, no parents could come up and be like, yeah, you put your kid in. Yeah, like, like, that's yeah. exactly what I was like. Oh, no, I sent her in, I was like, she better do something. <laughs> she got the GW, so yeah. So it was awesome. We went to the off Garden after, you know, to celebrate. That's her favorite place. And Dinner of the Champions. Yeah, it was. The all of Jeezy. Yeah, so, I mean, we're going up to Logan this next weekend to play Logan early Saturday morning. We got a 6.30 start, and then we got a 10.30 game. So two games. And then it's tourneys. Yeah. And then we got a, the D1 tourney. Um, for the state, um, that's going to be the 19th, 21st weekend. And then that following week, there's the Iron Cup, and that runs from Monday to Friday, or Monday to Saturday. And that's all out of Bountiful. Yeah, so that's the Bountiful Wind Wind Tournament, but it's also all the age groups put together. That's why it runs all week long. Okay, yeah, and that's a lot of teams to get there. Yeah, and there are some teams that travel to it, So, but most of those teams play on the weekends. But And then... The D2 tournament for the state, for all the D2 teams, also is this weekend and the following weekend. So they split over two weekends, and it's kind of Provo and Bountiful, I think. So so that's youth hockey in a nutshell right now. Coming up on the end here, where you know, can see the, the, the end of the tunnel there. It's going to be, I don't know, I'm really torn at the They're end sweet, of the season. Huh? Like, yeah, because... I mean, we're in that, like, you, your team is two different years, so every year, you, like, you lose half your team and mm-hmm. stuff, and so Lexi, the girl line, all the other, all three other girls are older than Lexi, so they'll all move on, and... Oh, she's got one more year. Yeah. Is it squirts? Is that what it yeah, is? So yeah, she's in our year of squirts. Oh, that, that's tough. That's, that's kind of tough, yeah. You, so... But 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 she can lead the pack next year. That's that's what I've been know. telling her, and we'll we'll make some decisions at the end of the season, or not at the yeah. end of the season next year. But yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I we had fun with the kids. We were going to play with the kids we played with last year, and we had a great team last year and mites. So I'm excited. I'm I'm not excited for the season end though. But no, I mean. You know, and the one pro, I mean, the the uh, pro to being a first year scorer. I mean, it's just there's more hockey left in her youth career. <laughs> you know, right. like that's right. <laughs> the closer you get to that 18 mark, and then it's like, am I gonna go play at the next level, or am I done? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, she just takes her uh, workload into the win. I mean, in the summer, and keeps working hard, and come back and. Have another good and then year she's like ready to fight for those banners she sees hanging up yeah, in the other rings wants now, a banner ready so to bring bad. one back. Yeah, we have not done great. We didn't do great in our last tournament, so I didn't have Lexi uh, give the speech like I said I was in the locker room before the tournament. So I think I'm really going to push it this this next one. I'm like, all right, Lex, it's your chance to you know step up. Like you stepped up in games and scored goals when it mattered. So. 
time to step up and yeah. you know. Whether you want to believe it or not, you're a leader, so it's time to lead <laughs> in the locker room. That's right. All right, let's go. Let's hear that pregame speech. Maybe watch Miracle the night before the Get her the pumped, team. Dude. And have her lead off with that. Get her some checkered pants or something. <laughs> Dude, I started wearing, uh, like, you know how I wore the toucan suit and it was a di- yeah. disaster? I went to uh, Goodwill. I actually went to the DI first, but I couldn't find anything. But Goodwill, I found two uh, suits. They were, like, old suits. That's so, so awesome. So I found one suit that's kind of a blue plaid. And then I found one, like, a uh, maroon blazer, since those are our colors, or maroon and... There's no reason to spend full price on a suit, man. Thrift shop Dude, suits. It was, it was 13 bucks can, for yeah. both. It <laughs> doesn't even matter if they don't fit, you know? Like, yeah. but, and you can go get them hemmed or adjusted, altered. You're still coming out way cheaper than buying, you yeah. know, just one part of a, a suit from, like, you know, a big store. Yeah, so I wore the maroon blazer, and it works, so I think I'm going to stick with the maroon blazer. Maroon blazer, classy. Yeah. So did you catch those high school hockey games? Yeah, so that was pretty that was pretty cool to see and uh, pretty big news. You know, Park City got knocked down to the losers bracket. You know, by Farmington, it, it, that was a shootout game, right? Yep, yep. And then they come back two games. They got to win, and the first game went to three overtimes. It was zero zero, went to three overtimes, and I don't know if they wait like, a minute. So they had three OTs and then a shootout. Yeah, like I don't know why three was the, that was the, the magic cap? number, like. I thought, like, one overtime, then a shootout, but they, they did one, and then they did another, and then I was like, well, maybe it's just overtime until we're done. Yeah. And then I guess after three, they're like, uh, yeah, we're done. I don't know if that was an official rule or if, like, <laughs> the refs were like, all right, guys. It's getting late. I'm tired. I'm tired. The Zam driver's knocking on the door. Sorry, dude, I got a Zam. <laughs> the lights are about to turn off. Like, he's closing up. The Zam guy's calling the shootout. <laughs> Coaches down there on the ice again, again. <laughs> That's right. Overtime again, again. But yeah, and then they played again on on a Friday, in Park City. Won that one. Didn't have to go to a shootout. That was that was Farmington's only game that didn't go to a shootout this playoffs. They had just won some grinders, yeah. all playoffs. So Park City finally got to it. They 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 met up three times this off season or in the playoffs and. Park City got it done in that second uh, championship game. And so that's the uh, the second consecutive cup for them, right? Back-to-back for Ag- Park City? Yeah, against Farmington. Was it against Farmington last year, too? Yes. So it was Wow. A- that's, that's a rivalry brewing up here. And? You know, the other side of the Rockies, whatever. I don't know. You know, a part of this canyon, yeah. <laughs> Farmington to Park City. Park City only has one senior on their entire team. Not the Rockies. Anyways, Park City only has one senior? Yeah. So they're still on the up and up. Yeah, so they're going to pretty much... I wonder back. if that was a senior. Is he? I don't know if he's a big-time player. There. I heard his name a lot, like, because mm-hmm. they didn't... So, like, Tuesday's game was packed. Yeah, I heard that they had to, like, there was moms. And, and, <laughs> I, and, you know, and, and you guys probably saw the post. So old Nick here, you know, the Karens were complaining. <laughs> Those Park City moms. Like, if you've played in Park City, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. That you don't get in unless you're on the list. Yeah, there's always a list. Even if the list isn't visible, yeah. there's a list. You don't get into the Park City Arena unless you're on Karen's list. <laughs> yeah, Karen. who had... If your baby's not on Karen's list either, he don't get into the game. <laughs> <laughs> you can come in, but your baby's got to stay outside. Yeah, seriously. So 
Then after that first game where the stands were packed, uh, they put the kibosh on, you know, just letting anybody in the doors, and it was limited to, like, four people per player. So, but what I, what brought up this was I heard Fisher, his last name's Fisher's name. He's the senior. I heard his name a lot okay. on the stream. So, so they'll, they'll be losing an impactful player. Yeah, he's a good player, but, I mean, you're still bringing back 90% of your team. Yeah, that that's, I mean, for a coach... That's something you're like extremely happy about. You're, I mean, you're happy if you can get half the team back, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, ninety yeah. percent of your team after winning back-to-back championships. I mean, you know, maybe they can go for three or four, or maybe Farmington will, you know, meet them again. Third and, time's the charm, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was definitely an exciting high school hockey championship for the D1 and the D2. No, not the D2. The independent D1. There's also had to go to the two championship games because NUI was in the losers bracket and made their way back, and they beat um, Utah County Independent North in the first game to force that game two, and it was a shutout. Also, they shut yeah. out UCI North to force that second game. Yeah, it, their games were so it was so one sided <laughs> in in back and forth that way because that that win to send. Uh, NUI down to the losers bracket was it came from UCI North right and it was a six two loss yeah they beat them and then UCI North works their way back up wins four nothing no five nothing yeah in game one of the championship yeah and then they lose get shut out what four nothing yeah in the final game to the, UCI North like the goal differentials it's funny how it's crazy how it can go one way you know you're hot you're hot <laughs> you get the momentum yeah so they played each other three times also. And they had two other games that weren't against each other. No, 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 three other games. But out of those six games played that those two teams participated in, four of the games were shutouts. So So it's pretty clear. Each team had two shutouts in the playoffs. Yeah. I think there's a pretty clear top two (laughs) in the independent. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, NUI was a returning champion, so they won last year. So you had... Three out of the four teams from last year in the D1 brackets in the championships again. Wow, so they have some strong programs right now. I don't know how young their kids are there, but good for them. But uh, they see, so yeah, you, NUI one game away from getting the back-to-back, huh? That would be crazy, two back-to-back winners for, yeah. you know, independent and your D1. So, But cool, cool moments in uh, Utah high school hockey. Yeah, and then the D2 brackets, they start – Tonight, the the independent starts tonight, and then the they call it the affiliated bracket, which is like the like high school affiliations uh-huh. start tomorrow. So, and those will run through the whole month of March. So, still more high school hockey to come. Yeah, and as soon as it's over, then we I can get some ice time. So, I know then the rest <laughs> of us can get back on the ice and get you know maybe they'll let men's league teams in the county, Salt Lake County. Yeah. After high school's over. Well, I just want to get some ice hockey for we, our, you know, ourselves. Are we get some drop-ins? Yeah, rinse some ice. Yeah, because yeah, they they only allow so many ice times, and then yeah, these high school games are going way late to the night. Yeah, it's 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 hard right now. So hopefully we can get some ice time after the month of March. Get on the ice together. Let you guys know how old we're feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I had a men's league game this weekend. Yes, how did that go? So we played the team that we had played a couple of weeks back when I told you we lost 11 to 1. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Sorry, I had a close call there. 
<laughs> but uh, the team I lost 11 to 1 yeah. to, we played those guys again, so it was kind of a... You go a little better this time? We did. We, yeah, we won. We won. Nice. So I think it was like 6-4 was the final score. So it was a good game. Good revenge win. Feels good for the goalie. Yeah. I made my wife come, so I made Autumn come, so I haven't lost when she's came, so I was like, you got to come to this one. Yeah, we got to even this out. Seriously. And actually, my, my daughter went with the other coach that I coach with, mm-hmm. and he took the, the girls, basically, from the team, and they were going to go watch the high school game, but they were shunned at the door. They were a little too late, huh? They were denied. <laughs> Karen's had that thing locked yeah. down full. But so jumping back, I know we're jumping around, but back to the the, U, the high school hockey. So the night after the games at Weber County, that were like four players only. The Peaks put out, and they're like, "Hey, anybody's welcome." Did, to, yeah, yeah, to the to the independent championship final game against. We UCI. don't even care out here. Yeah, they're basically promo. just like they basically just said, "Yeah, we don't care. Come on." The they COVID said, be, they said, "Be respectful and wear a mask," which. That's what you should do. And I mean, that's how I feel yeah. like anybody's policy should be is be respectful, wear your mask, social yeah. distance. Big boy but, rules, like, don't be an idiot. But, but like, yeah. let's all come and have a good time. Because like, we still got to we gotta move mm-hmm. on at some point and still live life. But just, like, respect people's boundaries. Yeah. I mean, there's people who care more and there's people who care less. And that's just the way it is. And that's okay. Yeah, now we all need to start wearing our badges when people get vaccinated, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the list right there, you yeah. know, like, oh, yeah, you're in, you know. Or they have a vaccinated section, a non-vaccinated section. I think they'll just check your, uh, like, your Facebook because everyone, like, posts, like, got mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> See the Band-Aid? <laughs> got mine. So, which Little I bet they all, like, took a picture of their, like, vaccination card, and then they lost it somewhere. Like, they put it, they did that thing, like, we're like, I'm going to put it right here, because this is, I'm not going to forget it right mm-hmm. here. And then they forgot where it was. And then, dang it. So, hopefully I, uh, in a couple months, nobody cares, and. <laughs> yeah. I got my second vaccination on Saturday. Oh, I and, didn't see uh, your post. Yeah, I know. I, I was low-key about it. <laughs> I did it on the Army's dime, you know, yeah. at drill, so Try not to violate their uh, security policies, you know. <laughs> you got to post after the fact, right? You know. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, other than the third nipple growing out of my arm, no side effects. <laughs> the nanobots didn't tickle when they went in. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I had the body aches and the chills like the night after I got it. It's kind of what I. Now I was just like, I don't know. It's gonna. F- Hopefully, I feel all right tomorrow for drill <laughs> the next day. You know, and but I woke up feeling okay. Um, but I'm banking on you know in the future they have these commercials that are like. Did you get the COVID shot between 2020 and 2022? Were you in the army? You may be owed compensation. <laughs> Watching the NHL network late at night, you know, you're in yeah. those class action lawsuits. And I'm just like standing on the couch cheering. That was me. That was me. We made it, babes. We don't ever have to work again. <laughs> and then you find out the class action lawsuit, like your portion is like 62 bucks. Yeah. They're like, there's like. You know, a hundred thousand other people that also got that same Moderna <laughs> shot. So your piece of the pie is fifty dollars. Fifty bucks. It's it's actually not even cash. It's just a Chili's gift card. Or <laughs> Chili's gift card. <laughs> oh man, it's like yeah, we'll pay you fifty bucks. Is credit is a uh, Chili's gift card okay? <laughs> yeah, fine. You know, <laughs> do you accept coupons? <laughs> I'm going to get a bunch of triple plays tonight, you know, <laughs> the, the three appetizer dishes. Right. Uh, 
But back to high school hockey. So uh, your alumni, your uh, old hop. Copper Hills team, they, they get a first-round bye. The Grizzlies <clears throat> getting yeah. the bye. That's cool to see it. I think uh, they went to the champion. I don't know. I want to say they really they wanted it. They made a championship a little while back, but I can't remember what year it was. So they definitely were not that good when I was there. So they'll play next Tuesday. So they still got another week until they get to play, but they'll play the winner out of Mountain Ridge and Harriman. Mountain Ridge and Harriman. They're chilling. Good for them. And Wait, then Harriman. Harriman. Yeah, no. But it's their D. Like has a D, they have a D one team oh, and then they, they have, have a D two teams. teams. Okay. Uh, yeah, some teams. Jeez, some man, teams have, have like they that, have huh? a D one team, they have a D two team, and they have a JV team. Wow, that's a lot of kids. I mean, I guess that that Harriman South Jordan area is growing like crazy. But so I'm gonna go off the rails here, but I'm gonna get serious. But here's here's a problem I have with high school hockey teams that are like independent. Is when you have an independent team that has like 15 to 17 kids on your roster and you have a JV and a varsity. And I mean, I have someone I know and I asked him like, oh, you got to because my my old team plays tonight, the DCI Eagles. And I asked this kid, I said, hey, are you playing tonight? He said, I didn't make the varsity roster. And so he doesn't even get to play in the playoffs. Oh, wow. And I was like, and. This is an independent team. They have a JV and a varsity. Why not break that huge team up and make three teams? Yeah, instead of being one giant yeah. independent team. And you're team. still playing D2, so it's not like you're harvesting a bunch of great players. So why not just break it up and have three smaller teams and they can all play in the playoffs? I mean, I, you get, I guess you get your you know, your best shot at winning. When you're, you know, you get that much talent to choose from. But as far as, like, high school hockey, it's not, you know, everybody, it's it's one of those sports in Utah still where everybody gets to play kind of thing. So yeah. for all these kids that are, like, graduating or, or whatever, they just want to play hockey, it would be much better for them to get a chance to play in the playoffs. Well, probably when you played and when I played, like, everybody played and everybody made the team. So you were able to get your friend to join the team that hadn't played or, like, hey, my older brother played high school hockey so I'm going to play high school hockey. It's like, well, did you ever play youth hockey? And they're like, no, I'm just going to play high school hockey. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, that's just getting more people in the game. But now those people aren't getting in the game that late because it's like, well, you can join the team, but you won't play. Why yeah. would you join the team if you're not going to play? So really creating these like big teams where they're you know, preventing kids from playing in these big games and playoff games, you're actually preventing people from joining hockey and playing hockey. And so... I was like, dude, let's, I mean, let, you should break off and start a new team. Because if you got 30-plus kids on one roster and only, you know, 15 of them are going to make, the, if you have a 15-man roster, that means you have a fourth line. No yeah. high school team should have a fourth line. That's a lot of kids. And, like, yeah. if you have a fourth line. I mean, the games line, aren't that long. Yeah, yeah if, if you have a fourth, fourth liner. Line, yeah. I mean, the game is only 13 minutes long, so if you break that up into four, like, you're playing less than, like, nine minutes a game. So, yeah. and you know that first and second line are playing more, so if you're on the fourth line, you're only playing two, three minutes. You're only getting a couple shifts. And my nephew, when he played, he, they were, like, they had the same kind of huge roster in, in the championship game. We had all of his family there watching him, and he only played a few shifts because they just kept playing those same two lines over and over and over. And it was in the championship. but And that's fine, but 
you have all these kids that just are being robbed of these opportunities because they want to keep this giant team. And I don't know if it's the people running it and they just want to keep, I don't know if they're siphoning a little money outside. I don't think they're doing that, but you know, <laughs> it's hard to imagine. There's not a ton of money get thrown but around. High school hockey is just getting more expensive and they're getting more kids on one team. So why don't you spread the money around and then spread the team, you know, play around and get more kids playing hockey. Cause I mean, I was told when I was a, you know, and I didn't understand it when I was playing youth hockey and we all wanted to play high school hockey. Like that was the, that was the goal to, I mean, if you're you're not going anywhere, like high school hockey is what you're looking forward to. And you're like wanting to play high school hockey and that's all you can think about. And that's your end goal. So you're playing towards that. So when I was youth, I was like, I can't wait to play high school hockey. And I had a coach, and he was like, high school hockey is goon hockey. And I didn't get what he meant until I played high school hockey and realized it is goon hockey. And that's fine. It's great. That's what it is. Like every league or whatever has what it is. And high school hockey in Utah is goon hockey. It's not the skilled Mm -hmm. guys are going to leave for somewhere else or whatever. They're going to be playing on these select teams. So it's like your house league hockey at the high school level. Yeah. Where like every kid gets a shot, you know, you'll have some studs, but it's more about every kid getting on the ice. So why not just leave it at that and create as many teams as you possibly can. And instead of having these independent teams with JV varsity, 30 man rosters and seniors aren't even getting to play their senior year or they're getting on that fourth line, you know, you know, because no one wants to be the guy that's like, hey, come to my game, but I may not play. Yeah, and I I guess some of that has to come from the students and the kids, right? Because these are still club teams. Yeah. You have a club at your high school that, you know, is that the hockey team falls under, and then some people in charge of that club or that oversee the club as like a, a school, like maybe they have a teacher, like a rep from the high school and, and whatever, and then you got to get coached. So, you know, I mean, that's something that, could come from the players too to be like look i you know we got a rally like how many guys do we have from our school 10 guys yeah we could probably find a few more dudes and round out a team yeah and as long as you got a goalie yeah you know, and that's like, what my brother did when he played because they started they played for weber county independent back then before northern utah independent existed it was called weber county and they got a couple guys that went to clearfield and they said let's form a clearfield team and they sucked but guess what they were a clearfield team and they all got to play and they got a few schmucks off the you know my next door neighbor, my brother got him to play. He never played hockey in his life, but he was like six four, six five, and he's like, sure, get rough some guys up. And right. he ended up loving hockey and playing. And still to this day, we talk about the old days when Gil was just knocking dudes, you know, left and right. But they started their own team, and it was fun, and they enjoyed it, and they would, they never sat or whatever. So my thing I'm saying, and what Mason's saying, is if you're a Utah high school hockey player and you're not playing because you're on this JV independent team made up of 16 schools or whatever, you guys, all you need is a coach and a treasurer and some willpower to say, we want to start our own team. And then you can just go, like, finding ice time, that's going to be a a task because ice time is not abundancy here in Utah, especially up here in Davis County. So maybe we need to get a petition out for a new rink. Yeah, you know, or has one already been created? <laughs> yeah, so we need to get that going, but it starts with you know creating more teams and stuff. And I don't get how Davis County 
has now DC, DCI, they have Bountiful, Viewmont, and Farmington. I could be forgetting a team in Davis County, but back when I started, we started DCI. So the year before we started DCI, there was a Clearfield team, a Layton team, a Northridge team, a Davis team, a Viewmont team. Um, every one of those schools had their own team, and now they're all gone. So where did all those players go? Where did all those teams go? They went to one team. They went to DCI. Yeah. So to say that you guys couldn't get ice time, I don't, I don't see that because... I mean, I know it because I try to get ice time and it's almost impossible, but you got to think outside the box. Maybe start doing a 5 a.m. practice and. Yeah, yeah I mean, go. I mean, if you're close enough to your high school, you know, that you can get out of the rink and shower and get to school on time, you know, that's something you could look into. Like, hey, can we get to the rink really early? Yeah, and, and I know, like, the ice sheet does that 530 drop in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I mean, I don't know if it's still going, but it was forever. And it doesn't have a whole lot of people, but. I'm pretty sure you could jump in there on a Wednesday, Monday and get that 530 slot. Like, hey, if you want to play hockey and have your own team, you got to be willing to think outside the box. But that's my two cents on that. I mean, I'm very passionate about that. If any any teams are looking for two coaches, maybe I'll talk Mason into coming coach. We'll coach. (laughs) We'll get this thing going. I mean, no no promises first season, guys. Yeah, but but I'm, I'm... that passionate about kids playing hockey. I do not like that kids sign up, pay the money, and these fees are just going up. And they're paying all their money, and they don't get a play. And when you see that, you realize that you're having 20 people pay so that 10 kids can play. Yeah, and, and when it's as long as it's not a school-sponsored sport, like where they're getting a lot more support from the school, and, it, and there's kind of that expectation understanding, like, that you're going to play to win. But even in, in when you're a school-sponsored sport, like the JVs have their own – I think they have JV playoffs and, like, other sports, yeah. right, in, 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 uh, in varsity, so you're still getting opportunities to play. Like, if it's going to stay a club sport where it's, like, you still – you need those guys that aren't – you know, that started hockey later in life so that you can have a full team or, you know, you, can you need their money or whatever reason, then, yeah, you should be giving everybody – or, you know, it's close to equal as you can. Okay, maybe yeah. your top guys get a few more shifts. But, like, these guys aren't coming out still dry and not even sweaty because they never got off the bench. Yeah, and you can have a team, like, discussion with your coach. Like, hey, are we here to win or are we here, are we here to play? But that, I think that should also be a, a team coach decision. And most kids are also going to say we're here to win. So, yeah. But leave it up to the kids that are playing the game and playing every game. So when I played DCI, there was no JV team. There was no second team. There was nobody sitting. Everybody yeah. played. Everybody skated. And that's just how it was. And we liked it. And, but it was goon hockey. And that's what it was. We, that's, take it for what it is. But don't ruin it for the kids that you know are paying hard-earned money. They're, probably their parents hard-earned money. Maybe a couple of them are summer yeah. jobs. But everybody should play, as that's, um, I think... No, it's true, and I think when I played high school, we definitely we were a first year team my sophomore year, and you, you know we had to have probably eight ish guys that like started their sophomore year of high school. Like we had to have them on the ice to even have a team. But then you know, like it was still fun and easy enough for them to get you know decent by their senior year. Some of them you know were putting in some goals and you know being good role players. You know, like it's. Yeah. It's cool that what you can see, like, if they start as a freshman, you know, they got four seasons. 
you know, you can make a lot of growth in that time frame. Well, and also you got to think for the future because my older brother started playing hockey when he was in, like, he started playing hockey his, like, sophomore or whatever year. But me as a little brother, then I started playing hockey, and then I, you know, worked my way through, and then my little brother starts playing hockey too. So when you when you let the kids play that, you know, may not have had an opportunity, and they're just like, hey, we need our buddy to play hockey – well, their little brother comes to the game, and now he wants to play hockey. So yeah. you're growing the game, and that's that's really the, the main goal, and especially a state like Utah. Like, if you want good players to come from Utah and you want good players to play in Utah, you got to have more players playing. Like, it's just a mathematical yeah. equation. You need the numbers. The reason why Boston produces, you know, so many NHL players is because they have thousands of kids playing youth hockey. It's not because there's this one program, you know, and this one coach who makes a bunch of great co- players. It's because they have the abundancy of players to pick from. Yeah, and and it's kind of sad that, yeah, the, the sport hasn't grown in numbers. Like, the saturation in Utah has not increased like you would, have, you would think it, it would or like it has in neighboring states like Colorado and Arizona. You know, where, like, it, it, Arizona people, like, don't even think there would be hockey. But, like, the competitiveness out in Arizona is so much higher. I mean, definitely in Colorado. Yeah. You know, you got, like, seven, what, Tier 1 or AAA programs, you know, playing for the state championship in Colorado. And you got one here that wins by default. Yeah. Unless maybe they have another one for a season and it doesn't ever, it doesn't always last. Yeah, but that's know. because there's not all those other teams and other options and you know, places for people to play. So, and I think I don't know what year Logan was built, but I think the Logan ice sheet was built after not Logan ice sheet, the echo center. I think that one was built after the Olympics, but that might be the only rink in Utah that was built after the Olympics. I mean, bountiful Bountiful was built during the Olympics too. The East center. Yeah, it was built. It was built for the Olympics. Well, it wasn't built for the Olympics. It was built for the Grizzlies because they were AHL. But then it they, was right in the Olympics. That's where the yeah. gold medal games were played. Yeah, was at the U Center. So, but all the other rinks were built and around when the Olympics were here. So since 2002, almost 20 years, we've had one new rink. Because Bountiful, they tore it down and rebuilt it, but we didn't gain any ice. Weber did. Add the second sheet. So really, I guess Weber's ice sheet is one Got of the two only sheets one. of ice. Yeah, yeah, that's the only growth in ice time over the last twenty years in the valley. Yeah. So I mean, not only is it hard, you got to get more kids and more teams. I mean, we need more spots for people to practice and play. You know, like that to get the ice time. Yeah. So maybe maybe we start with an ice rink, but we got to get people behind it. If there's not kids playing hockey and not a a demand for ice. I mean, there is a demand already for ice, but if it's not just seeable by everybody, because kids aren't playing street hockey like they used to when we were kids, but maybe we need to take it back to the streets. Taking it back <laughs> to the streets. Maybe with this new Mighty Duck show that's coming out this month, it'll start that resurgence of, you know, kids playing street hockey. Because, like, when I was young, it was you watched Mighty Ducks, you asked for a hockey stick for your birthday. It's like what Top Gun did for the Air Force, you know, like <laughs> increase recruiting numbers exponentially, right? You know, like you get the the yeah. hockey movie out and everybody's just out there with pillows for pads or whatever, dude, making it happen. Yeah, so maybe that's what it needs is, you know, just another Mighty Ducks resurgent. Anything else you got to say on high school hockey, you know, and, and building the sport? 
you know, I think Forrest Gump said it, about, said it best. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on into, want to talk some juniors? Yeah, let's talk juniors. So, the USPHL, they uh, finished up their season this last weekend. Yeah, so Ogden goes in as the number one seed they do. out of the Mountain Division, but they don't necessarily look like the number one seed. No, they have not had like a winning record, I don't think, over the last month. Yeah, and they what they just lose like four out of the last five to, to the outliers. Outliers. Yeah, which that's who they'll be playing in the first round of the playoffs this next week. So it'll be interesting to see. So outliers go in. Outliers and the river blades tied in points, but the tiebreaker goes to the to the outliers. Which it is a bummer. The Provo River Blades, who were I don't know what their record was before like January first. They were they, down and out, that was their they, record. They were like hurting yeah the, the, a lot of l's in that column <laughs> in that win-loss column and then you know the after the, the new year man they 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 had a 10 game win streak i think they won like 14 or 15 out of the last 17 games yeah it was huge and they were and they were in the margins were crazy in that in the uh the beehive cup is that was called no no what was the, the tournament the showcase sorry the utah, utah showcase. showcase yeah they were winning by seven eight nine <laughs> goals dominating teams. It would have been exciting to see them get in. I was really hoping that up. they would get the the tiebreaker, but like when we talked to Blake Ble- when I talked to Blake Blevins last week, he said it might come down to these last few games and they did drop one to the outliers this last week, so. Yeah, they they didn't get That dub. would have been that one game is what their season came down to, so. The sometimes the difference between failure and success is just Small. so tiny. So. So the Outliers and the Mustangs play this week, and then the Bulls and the Eagles play this week also. That's cool. So those games should be out here. They should be allowing fans. Uh, All right. So the Outliers and Mustangs games will be on the 5th and the 6th, so Friday, Saturday, and then the the third game if needed because it's a three-game playoff series. So it'll be on Sunday if they need that third game. So And all three games will be at the ice sheet. At the uh, Weber County Ice Sheet. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's they, a three-game series? Yeah. So okay. they'll send they have fans at every game, so you can go to those games. So I think you have to buy Mustangs games, um, tickets in advance. And I know they sold out their last two games, so probably get those tickets while you can. Yeah, I think in there, I mean, if, if they're the same price, they've been charging. It's like about $8 for a child, student, or military, and $10 for adults, so... I don't know if playoff hockey makes that go up in the USPHL. Like, I don't I really would, imagine it maybe does. Maybe it's like the Grizzlies where they had like two bucks on. Yeah. So. But. I don't know that for sure. I know the schedule just came out today. So. And they have uh, they have their own beer now, the Mustangs, too. I, I can't remember what it's called. It's, if it's a Mustang Ale, they have a, a beer now. Yeah. A Mustang I, beer at their games. So, Lexi went to the game on Saturday, and I was joking with her. I was like, have a Mustang Ale. And like she's like, what? And Autumn's <laughs> like, what did you say? And I was like. Nothing. They just have their own beer. But <laughs> <laughs> no one got what I was saying. So no idea, was... dude. Right over the head. <laughs> and that's, I don't know if she had one. I don't think she did, but. 
Lexi's still in drinks at Mustangs games. <laughs> Coming home just all like stumbling around everywhere. It was such a fun game. She did come home with no voice whatsoever. She was getting night. into it, huh? Well, we had our game that morning. Yeah. And then she went to the D2 game after that. And then she went to the Mustangs game after that. So she had quite a... Her. She had quite the... That's a full day of hockey. Yeah. Is so. she a Mustangs fan or is she pretty That was neutral? her first Mustangs game, so... Okay. I mean, she had a blast, she said, so... Maybe she is now. Maybe. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll go to these games. Yeah? No, nope, probably not, because uh, we're in Logan this week. That's this weekend, yeah, so... Leading on to that, I mean, Utah State playing this weekend. Yeah, shout out to uh, Hunter Doyle. Yeah, that's who our interview is with today, Hunter Doyle. And But Utah State is playing the Providence College from Great Falls, Montana. Yeah, and uh, Hunter, you know, I, I mean, from what we've looked at, they get they have a pretty decent program. Scouting, scouting port they played in the past. Utah State and them have some good games. Yeah, I think some Canadian kids have come down from on, you know, to these Montana teams. So and they have they've been having five hundred fans. They, I mean, they only played the four games against BYU, so they played two there at home, and they only allowed five hundred fans. But they bumped it up to seven fifty for this game, these yeah. two games. So. Friday night at 7 o'clock, and then Saturday afternoon for a matinee at 1. Matinee at 1, right? The ticket's uh, 7 bucks for students, I believe, and 10 bucks yeah. for, you know, so, non-students. Hey, hey, for hockey? That's, in-person that's hockey in-person right now. In-person hockey. That's a still of a deal. Uh, and the Eccles, are ice, Eccles Ice Arena, they get pretty rowdy up there. They got it all. The seats are all, you know, Utah State Aggie colors, so <laughs> you can have a good fan experience. So get up there and watch a game. But uh, before we go to that interview, let's talk about the Grizzlies. Yeah, so what they they is their only East series they played this week? Yeah, so they played, the, they played the Willing Nailers. So it was their only games they'll have all year long against an East team. And they got one win out of the three. So not the greatest weekend. Yeah, not the best showing. But... And then also not the best showing by the goalie. <laughs> and, yeah, if you didn't hear it, I mean, you didn't see this this Kevin Carr goalie for the Grizzlies, that, that video went pretty viral, that he, the goalie fight. Unfortunately, it wasn't the best showing for our, our Grizz netminder. <laughs> but, hey, it was on ESPN. It was all over the Internet. If you, if you follow any hockey accounts this last week or, you know, these last couple of days, you saw that, that brawl. And... I mean, it was Utah Grizzlies wasn't the best goalie fight by Utah Grizzlies. He kind of got tossed around by Francois he knows Bizarre. You know whose take we need on this? Who? Mick. Mick's take. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many goalie fights happened back in those days. I know. Like, what, what would you? What pointers would Mick give? Oh yeah, I wasn't saying. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. What pointers would he, you know, give to Kevin Carr to, <laughs> so he win the next bout? You know, not get ragdolled. Right. Yeah. Just don't get that toss was mean. Oh, dude. Ivy chart or whatever. When that guy went into the fight and I seen his stash, I, I thought this ain't going good for the you, Kevin. You don't want to fight a guy with a nasty <laughs> lip sweater like that. That's why no one fights Austin Matthews because you know they see that lip sweater and he's like, it's from Arizona. You know, like. It, 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 how did, yeah, you know, yeah. got a mustache. He's like wild, wild west over here. <laughs> <laughs> or he's, uh, you know, been in some pornos and 
Yeah. <laughs> he definitely you know, knows how to toss them around. <laughs> not every uh, guy with a mustache is a porn star, but every porn star <laughs> has a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> At least in the seventies. We should do like we should get like some old players with some nice stashes and do like was it a porn star or a hockey player? <laughs> you gotta guess. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, speaking of Wild Wild West though, Austin Matthews has been on fire. Yeah, he's been. He's got eighteen goals and he's he gets like up. four more than the next player. He's just sitting like number three or four in points now. He's up there. And he's he's fourth in points. And so, but Mitch Marner, he's in third. So. Yeah, and uh, I mean, nobody's been hotter than Toronto. No, so lately. old Nikolai's happy over here. Oh yeah, I'm super happy. I'm actually just checking on the score they're playing right now. Did They're he up. get the decision tonight? Isn't he? Yeah, he out with the I wrist. Don't, I don't think he's playing. So I mean, if Matthews is not 100, percent you just tell him to sit down because you got that top spot and you want to preserve your star. Yeah, he's not playing tonight. So. But they're up 3-0 on the Oilers, so suck it, Oilers fans. For real. I mean, Oilers are an interesting organization with as many top picks as they've had. I mean, and they have McDavid and Dreisaitl, you know, two of the top players in the game. But the uh, the win column and the playoff success has not been there. <laughs> they are second in that Canadian division, though. I mean, yeah, so, like, they're still up there in the standings. I guess it will, we'll see what happens at the end of the season again, you know. I think, I think the Leafs will win the division. I think Edmonton will make it into the playoffs, and really those next two spots are up for grabs. Yeah, I don't. I still don't really know who the Habs are. You know, they they get <laughs> hot. Toffoli's on fire, the best player ever, and then it's like you're just losing games again. Vancouver still a little hit or miss. Yeah, they're they're. On I think the Ottawa's definitely not solved their problems. No, <laughs> they've definitely got some good wins this I mean, last week. Winnipeg, I think they they should. I think they'll make it. They. I mean, Dubois is fitting in now. They'll be that there. consistent team. Yeah. It just kind of stays consistent. Got some good leadership, you know, Blake Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. American guy. Yeah. American captain in Canada. Yeah. That's good to see. That's what I was kind of hoping with Austin Matthews, but they gave it to Tavares. Tavares, you know, the veteran. Yeah. I think it's yeah. only a matter of time. Yeah. I'm not, I, a, I'm not a huge Tavares fan. I like him, but... Yeah. I, I, I think... He's a no emotions guy. It's yeah. He's just like he doesn't give you anything like most, outside of like what he produces on the ice. You know, like there's nothing. He's the most monotoned like speaker too. Yeah, yeah. You know, good guys were good. Guys were rolling. Yep. Uh, played my game. Yep. We did. We didn't do good today. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nothing more. The bare minimum. You know. Yeah. Like, just bare minimum all the time. Like so. not rude, but not going to give you any more than he has to. Yeah. So. But let's get back to some Utah Grizzlies. Uh, let's the month of February they went um, six three and three, so right yeah. around that five to six hundred point. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they get a few extra points for those OT <laughs> yeah. shootout. Probably losses. sitting right around six still in the league. Yeah, I, I don't think they moved. <laughs> <laughs> Probably gonna go into the end of the season, but they did schedule games up until June fifth. That's a pretty. That's encouraging. That's that's pretty late in the season to see hockey, regular season hockey. Yeah, so looks like we're going to get a full ECHL season. Because what did they start out with? Was it 56 games they originally had planned? Or no, that's the NHL. They yeah, had 56 NHL. games. I, no, because they, scheduled, they only much. scheduled the first two months originally, and then yeah. they added a month, and they added a month, and that yeah. went to June, 20, June 5th. 
So, so exciting news. But they play this game um, this week on Wednesday in Allen, and then they play Friday, Saturday in Wichita, and then they're back home next weekend for a three-game series against Allen. Allen, who they've had a lot of success against Allen. No, I'm thinking of Rapid City. Never mind. Rapid City. Yeah, Allen's kind of been back and forth. Allen, yeah. But, but other good uh, Utah Grizzlies news is uh, former Utah Grizzly Hunter Miska got his first NHL win on Friday for the Avalanche. That's good to see. That's cool to see alumni from the ECHL all the way up in the show. Yeah. He only played a few games. Over yeah, right? he played three games yeah. for the you know Grizzlies, had a cup of coffee. He got a little warm-up. He won, and he got called up, and it was nice to know you, buddy. That's uh, <laughs> all she was, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to know you, buddy. <laughs> see you later in the show. It was, a, it was a quick little, hey, how you doing? One but, weekend stander. But he wore a Grizzly sweater, so. You rocked. We'll, we, we'll take it. We will claim that alumni. <laughs> That's right. So, but should we go to that interview with uh, Hunter Doyle? Yeah, let's let's uh, bring Hunter on and uh, talk to the Utah State captain. All right, today on the show we got Hunter Doyle. What's going on, Hunter? What's going on, man? Oh, just you know, kicking it on a Monday night. What about you? Same old man. You know, just homework, classic college grind, living that <laughs> school life. Yeah, yeah. Student athlete. <laughs> right. I mean, ACHA, that's that's top of the line student athlete right there. Yeah, yeah. Two Going on two-time ACHA academic All-American. No big deal, but... <laughs> that's a huge accomplishment, dude. I'd have, like, a plaque on my wall this, this oh, yeah. size of, like, a fat head, you know? <laughs> Just a two-time All-Academic ACHA, no big deal. Just no, no biggie. That's what, that's what it said in the record books, you know? <laughs> Yeah. That's what's going to get like Apple and Google and all those big companies calling you to come work for them when you're done college. Or maybe even these pro teams in Europe or something. Like, oh, we also heard you were yeah, academic. Yeah. Amazing guy. All American. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your background. Uh, what uh, got you into hockey when you were a kid? Um. So my dad's side of the family, that was kind of like what they all did. Like all my uncles, they. They uh, they all played so like pretty much like I think I was like two pretty much like when I could walk they kind of just got me out there and kind of just got into it I'm from Illinois and so hockey's like kind of a it's a lot more like saturated out there I'd say compared to Utah there's a lot of hockey um, near Chicago so I kind of just got into it because of my my dad that's cool man where did you play uh, your youth hockey growing up what what kind of comp- what teams are you playing for out in the Illinois area. Um, so I played, it's called like Leafs hockey club. Um, just like your standard, like travel, um, team just out there. Um, and then I kind of just played that until I got to high school. And then I think it's kind of like high school out here. I, since I ref out, I started refing this year. And so I think it's kind of like the independent kind of similar what I did. I played for a high school team that was like five schools combined into one. Um, so I don't know if that's how it works out here. That's what I've seen with some of the the Cash Valley teams. So I kind of played for, I played that for a few years, and then um, I just moved out here for school. And I think like Ethan kind of touched it in the talk with you guys. I kind of just came out here for school and um, tried out kind of like free agent pickup. Yeah. I wasn't like recruited or anything, and you know didn't didn't get cut and 
kept with it. So Dude, that's dope. Were you even thinking hockey when you came out to Utah State? Uh, no. So my my grandma, she always reminds me this. Like every time she was like, so they drove me out here from Illinois, and it was like five in the morning. We were leaving, and she uh, was saying, uh, "I was like, oh, I don't want to bring my bag. Just an extra thing, you know. Like I wasn't even thinking of playing." And then he goes. Oh, like she's like, nah, just bring it just in case, just in case. And so it really was just kind of like in the back of my head. It wasn't really there. So yeah. that's awesome. Like it was almost not even even yeah. happened. Like, nah, we don't need that. <laughs> yeah, bag. for real. That's too much stuff to pack. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for real. Yeah. That's you never, funny. You never know you're going to play some drop in hockey out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny how many things happen like that. Like I've listened to some of these military podcasts where they're like, why did you join the Marines? And he's like, oh, because the Army recruiter never called me back, bro. And then he's like, you know, some hero <laughs> yeah. in the Marines or whatever. You're like, it's, it's yeah. funny how small, you know, the, the moments are, what, like, really could make the difference there. Yeah, so. definitely. Well, cool, man. And uh, and now you're the captain. Is that what we understand, right? The team? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Come a long way for you. <laughs> Good for you. Wait, did you become the captain this year? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you went from uh, recruited, you know, not thinking about hockey at all, the Utah State captain. Yeah. It's quite the – Pretty awesome. How many goals you got this year? I mean, there's only been, what, four oh, games? no, I don't – only got four games. I'm off the, the score sheet as far as goals go. I think I have, like, three assists. So hey, that's uh, more of my uh, forte. D-man, so. Oh, there yeah. you go. Hey, it's still on yeah. the blue line. That's my, that's my excuse. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> Hey, yeah. three assists, yeah, three points in uh, four games for a defenseman. That's, that's a solid season still. Pretty decent, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate, though, that your uh, captain season has been hit by COVID. Has that been yeah, pretty rough? Yeah, I keep saying this C stands for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's I kind of, I don't know, you just kind of have to take it how it goes, you know. Like, we're pretty lucky to even really be playing, so. There's, I feel like there's a lot of seniors that probably didn't really get to have a, you know, a senior year. So, I don't know. We're lucky to even get a few games in. So, just have to take the, the positive from it. That's a good positive uh, attitude. I like that. That is a great yeah. way to look at it. I mean, yeah, I'm in this my men's league team that, you know, that I play. That's the level of hockey I'm playing these days. And we haven't <laughs> played a game since, like, last year. You know, I, would, I mean, oh, geez. I like the mindset, man. It's like you do got to appreciate yeah. it. Like, at least you're playing. Yeah. You know, you get yeah. some games in. That's a, I coach youth hockey, and that's what we tell these kids every week. Is like, hey, this could be our last game. We never know. I mean, so Dang. we tell. Are you? Uh, so are you? I think I saw you coaching Davis. Yeah, I, I probably I'm betting I've refed that team because I don't know if you've been up in Logan at six a.m. I've probably been there. <laughs> so are so. you refing <laughs> on Saturday? Um. They wanted me to rest, but I told them this was probably going to be my very last college game. And our game's at 1. It's not at 7. Right. So since it was pretty early and we have a game before, I told them, I told them no. So, but usually I Smart am choice. one of the guys there. So, yeah, yeah, we haven't been up to Logan this year yet, but we're coming okay. up this weekend. So we're going to be up there okay. at 630 and then I think 1030 this weekend classic yeah that's how it goes up here for whatever reason oh, yeah, i played uh the utah olympic ovals like house league when i was a kid i remember you know back down at oh, Kearns okay. and like a two-hour drive to logan and we had that thanksgiving tournament out there i think and you know first game was like 7 a.m on 
like I think Black Friday, like right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I man, I've never like played hockey that early. I've pra- we practice at like six AM now for like the Aggies, but I've never done that. So I can't imagine making bunch of like 10 12 year old kids do that <laughs> right we're actually yeah, gonna be on a ice time i guess yeah we're uh, we're uh, coming out friday night we're gonna come to the game um us and a bunch of the guy other kids are gonna come to the utah state game on friday oh, nice. night that's and awesome. then we're gonna awesome we're gonna play the next morning two games awesome. and that's a smart move stay up there get a hotel or something yep yep gonna make a weekend awesome. out of it <laughs> yeah hopefully there. yeah hopefully we can give you a show yeah, right. Looking, we're gonna look for the. We're gonna take the kids out. We're gonna find a nice college party for them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> take them out of the town. <laughs> the <college> <laughs> show, show them what college is all about. <laughs> yes, you'll be prepped with your Hunter Doyle and, and Ethan Weesey signs. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we're gonna we'll make yeah. signs. Remember us for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I hear you're quite a foodie. Oh, oh yeah, my Instagram story. <laughs> that was because uh, I was tour- oh, I was kind of confused. I was like, oh. um, no. So I we I went and toured a bunch of like like uh, cities for grad school, and so we were in uh, St. Louis, and I got like this cheese steak, and it said it was coming with cheese sauce, and it came with like seemed like a gallon of sauce. So I was like, oh geez, I was like, you gotta get a picture of this. And so then it kind of turned into me. Uh, I kept going to my girlfriend. I was like, hey, take, take my pick, you know, just like just kind of making like a meme out of it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like it you're on a food funny. tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it was sweet. It was awesome. <laughs> so speaking on that topic, then, do you have a, a go-to pregame food or is it different every time? Yeah, that 100%. Um, so me and Ethan, the goalie, my roommate, our like go-to is this um, on-campus meal. It's called the Junction, called the Junkyard. They have the most fire chicken alfredo. And so um, that's usually the go-to is the Junkyard on-campus dining chicken alfredo. Chicken alfredo. That's usually my go-to. Yeah. I mean, that sounds... Are they are they open at 6, you know, 6 a.m. so I can take the whole team over there? But we got to eat. Everyone's getting chicken alfredo, dudes. This is what you got to do when you're up here at Utah State. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard of uh, Hunter Doyle, but he told us we could come in at 6 a.m. today. <laughs> Local legend. Captain. Captain yeah. of the Utah State team. So. Just give me the Doyle special. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. So like you guys, uh, you're uh, you're gonna be moving to Pittsburgh, right? Pitt. Yeah, yep. Just just posted that today. Let the world know. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. That's exciting. What school? Yeah, um, just University of Pittsburgh. Yeah. So and you're gonna be going graduate school out there for a master's. What's uh, yep. your uh, yeah, master's, master's program? Like... What would you what say? program are you going into for a master's? Oh yeah, so it's a uh, public health. Um, epidemiology kind of a mouthful but yeah epidemiology huh isn't that been the, yeah yeah is not the doctor the main doctor for utah that, that's been doing all the covid briefs is the state epidemiologist yeah probably smart. i'm pretty sure yeah yeah smart route to take right now it's probably a yeah, happen time pretty cool yeah them. <laughs> yeah so you playing gonna play some hockey out there just men's um, league in it or are you gonna play I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think they have a couple ACHA teams. I've kind of considered it. Like, I don't want to completely throw it out of the window, but if I can maybe make time for it, I might consider it. But 
as right now, probably men's league, ref what I can yeah. <laughs> as right now. You know, just the classic, you know, ACHA, you know, post, uh, post-college post move. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. I mean, you got to figure yeah. out life after hockey at some point. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, hey, maybe you'll find yourself back on an ACHA team out there, but if not, yeah. you know, put the priority on school, you can figure out what what you have time for when you're out there. Yeah, definitely. We'll, be, we'll just get you and Ethan to join the pod. We'll get a, you know, a foursome going on. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have, like, the weekly food update with, with Doyle. Uh, yeah. Doyle, you know? Like, yeah. So what's uh-huh, great, out, you know, what's the latest and greatest out so, in Pittsburgh? You know? Yeah, so on your food tour, what was your favorite thing you ate on your food tour? <laughs> um, I would say we kept asking people – some like people that lived out in like Pittsburgh or visited, we kept asking them like some places to hit up. And it's this place called Primanti Brothers. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. And it was like this sandwich. And basically the sandwich has like the meat, fries, I think cheese and like coleslaw. And so that was like their mm. classic sandwich. So I think I got that with like the roast beef. That was probably like my favorite thing. I'll probably definitely have to hit that up um when I go back there. That was probably that was pretty good because it was kind of like more of like almost like a dive, you know, not like your classic like nice sit down. It was but it was super good. Nice. That's that cool. sounds like a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, quite literally and figuratively. Yeah. I, want, I want my sides yeah, no. <laughs> on the burger. <laughs> That's hey, yeah, you get it all in at once. Kind of nice, I guess. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> Just yeah, knock it all out. Uh, what's what's the best place to eat in Logan? <sighs> kind of depends. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to think of like college budget versus like your normal. Uh, <laughs> you have an income like ramen noodles in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah, the classic ramen. Um, I really like um, Angie's. Is like our local like diner. I feel like that's like our local like diner, like big diner we have here in Logan. That one's pretty good. Overall, you know, breakfast can't go wrong, like lunch, dinner. Um, isn't there like a, really there like, a dish called like everything but the kitchen sink or something or the kitchen sink there? Yeah, yeah. It's like the, yeah, that's one of the things that like a lot of people do. They have like the kitchen sink and you get like the, the bumper sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have one of those in Kaysville, I think, out here, right? Angie. No, is that not? I don't know. Oh, no, 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 it's called one, something else. Never mind. There's one on your way to Rock Springs. There's an Angie's. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But, gotcha. But yeah, there's one in Logan. I know that. So, <laughs> from the Midwest, uh, you you were born and raised in the Illinois area. You said, how have you liked the the move yep. to Utah? It's yeah, it's like I feel like it's a lot different. Um, I don't know, the Midwest, there's, like, literally no mountains, not really even yeah. really, like, hills or anything. So that was one of the things that I liked a lot. Why I, like, decided to come out here is it's, like, the mountains. Um, but I liked it a lot. Um, the weather, you know, it's not – I feel like Midwest, it's a little bit colder. So I was used to all of that when I came out here. But, yeah, it's like you know, I, cold. I loved it out here. Midwest, yeah. Huh? <laughs> the wind, yeah, I, I always tell Ethan, I joke around. I was like, man, windy city, man. The windshield's real cold out down there. Just joke around. But. <laughs> do you uh, have you ever got on the slopes? Do you do uh, the skiing and snowboarding out here? Um, so I'm not like a big like skier, but I've gone I think like four or five times just because like hockey. I haven't had yeah. like too much time, but every time I've gone, I've had so much fun. That'd probably be my my go to if I didn't play play hockey. I've gone up to I think I've gone to Cherry Peak, which is like 
uh, kind of like a local one to Cache Valley. Um, and then I've gone to Brighton every other time, which has been a lot of fun. I think that one's a little bit more popular. Yeah, Brighton's a big one. It, they usually have uh, one of the cheaper day passes out there, too. So a little more friendly yeah, for the, your college Yeah, audience. I got the Wednesday, the Wednesday cheap day. I got that one yeah. this year. I don't, I don't need anything crazy, you know. I don't need, like, the, the double black diamonds. I'm fine with right. the, the yeah. blues, you know. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. coming out of the half pipe, you know, doing the white snake, you know, double McTwist, Sean White style. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> so coming from Illinois, were you a Chicago Blackhawk fan growing up? Oh, yeah, big, big Blackhawks fan. So you think the Blackhawks are going to stick where they are and make the playoffs? I'm kind of... I don't know. I'm kind of scared because they said that they had a pretty tough uh, schedule coming ahead. I'm also scared because like Dallas has played pretty sure like 10 less games than a bunch of them. (laughs) So like they're on the bubble spot. So I'm kind of scared, but you know, I gotta, I gotta keep my hopes up, keep it positive, look forward to hopefully some playoff hockey. (laughs) Yeah. They, I saw a thing today. If the, the divisions were what they're like normally are, Chicago would be the first Mm -hmm. in the division right now. Oh geez, I can. If they were still Damn, in the central, crazy. they would be the first in that in that division. Yeah, that's crazy Dang. to think about. It. It's, everybody's been like was counting them out big time this last year. Like the dynasty's over. Yeah, it's I rebuild. Was for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, well, percent. I don't know what will happen by next season when you're out in Pittsburgh, but they are allowing fans right now in the game, so you'll be able to potentially get in there when oh, Chicago yeah. comes into town and you can wear your your <laughs> Chicago kinda, jersey like and just start. Of, I feel like I'd be yeah. kind of scared. I don't want to get like freaking like you know. They go pretty hard. I don't know, I'd do it. That that's in that's Philly. Yeah. You get beat up. Pittsburgh. They probably. Don't I care. think you are a little that's safer than yeah, Philly. That's, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, who was your favorite player growing up? Are you a Duncan Keith guy um, being on the D line, or are you Patrick Kane, Taves? No, I was just classic Patrick Kane. I feel like it's pretty. I don't know. I was young. He had all yeah. the, the the cool goals, you know. Yeah, Kane he's still man. scoring. He's what third in point or fourth in points right now, or third? I think he's third in points right now. I don't, NHL. So, yeah, I think that's what I heard uh, last night. But yeah, he's uh he's got still almost kicking. gotten better as a scorer. Like I feel like through the years, you know, like he's he's yeah way crazy. Up higher like, in the standings. <laughs> he was MVP a few years ago. Got the heart with like 106 yeah, points. Like you know, he's like, like 32. Like. I don't know. I think he just had a kid. Maybe he's got like the dad strength now. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Get a second win, you know? He did have a kid in the 30 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he's a, he's a pretty small guy, so it's kind of cool. I'm yeah. a short dude, so I always think it's cool to see short guys. I mean, he's short for the NHL, I should say. You know, yeah, as, yeah. As a player. But no, he, yeah, he's got that. I think he's kind of got that like superstar like protection. Like you, yeah. you, hit, you hit him, you're going to have to like answer the bell, you know, you have to fight someone. So that probably helps him a little bit. I was listening to, I was just watching, you know, Patrick Sharp and they're the pregame <laughs> show, you know, on NHL tonight and stuff. And he was talking about Patrick Kane. He was like, yeah, I remember when he came to the team and I was there and he was instantly on power play and penalty kill. And I was like, must be nice as a rookie to get all the special teams. <laughs> he and he's like, well, maybe you should have worked harder, yeah. <laughs> you know, coming out of youth hockey, <laughs> Patty. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, like Sharpie, you should have worked harder was- as a kid. <laughs> I was watching that. He was like, he was, he was like, yeah, like we thought he was all going to go back to play juniors because he wasn't good in training camp. And then he pretty sure he comes in, like starts the season. I think he ends up winning like the rookie of the year. I was like, that's hilarious. Like that's what they thought back then. Yeah, I know. It's funny to think about that. Yeah. Cause he had yeah, still a rookie year. 
Yeah. So talking to that protection stuff, is that is that still happen like in the ACHA? Do you guys have any guys who are like this guy's untouchable? Um not is it, really. Is it kind of every man for himself? <laughs> I feel like that's kind of how it is. Like I mean like I feel like you every team you know, like who's who like their their guys are, but I don't think that really gives them protection any, per se. I don't know if it's because like less guys are coming out of juniors or like like I feel like you get suspended. So like I don't know if some guys like in my sake, like when I was like trying to work my way into the lineup, it was like I wasn't trying to like, you know, like do stupid stuff like that because I wanted every reason to play. Yeah. So I bet that's what it is, but it's kind of weird how the different mentality of a hockey game goes through from what team you're going to play for. Some it's, you know, you get rough and tough, and some it's keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like, yeah, some teams you definitely know you're going to you're gonna come out of it. You're going to need some ice bags for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so in these uh, two games that you guys have played, I saw that you sold out. Have you guys still got that? At least one of them. I, I, I didn't know if it was both, but mm-hmm. have you guys got that same rowdiness going on? I know I've... I played at Utah State uh, when I played. I played for Weaver for a couple of years, and we got slaughtered there. Okay. I just remember the fans <laughs> just being nuts, man. Like, goalie, it's all your fault. Has it been that yeah. same level? Yeah. Um, honestly, like, yeah. We so I think we were we were approved for five hundred the last two games, and honestly, like my like my expectations weren't too high. You know, that's like kind of like twenty five percent capacity for us. But I was pretty happy, like you know, like the energy. You know, and the like the the loudness, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's definitely less. But these upcoming games, I think we upped it up to seven fifty. So nice. which is nice, you know. Yeah, get some more more fans. You know, a little bit more money for the for the team, which is always a bonus too. So hopefully, we can sell out for both of them. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you guys charge for tickets at those games? Um. So this year, um, I'm I call myself like the team mom because i'm team president so i have to know like <laughs> you know, all of this stuff, stuff uh, <laughs> yeah so well, i have a say anyways wouldn't say, like i get some help with some people at university but i think it's ten dollars for adults and then seven for students so we bumped it up a couple bucks from last year okay so, but just still, because like we have so little yeah. fan yeah yeah i mean yeah you, you know the the total amount of tickets that you can put out is a lot lower that means and then yeah you know you have to, you have to do yeah. what you gotta do to make some money but that's still a cheap ticket compared to you know any most pro yeah. sports or even if you're not a student going to a college game you know like a football yeah. game or yeah. basketball I feel like game. it's still pretty manageable you know plus there's only been a few so not too bad 10 bucks a game I mean I'll take whatever I can get these days <laughs> yeah 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 for yeah honestly <laughs> I'll pay double that just to sit at a hockey game Dude, especially <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you a game in person yeah yeah so uh growing up um what was your who's your uh biggest influence outside of hockey outside of like you know player i feel like i'd probably say like probably my dad i feel like a lot of people you know someone in their family just because i feel like he was like you know i don't know i feel like that's how like some parents are you know with their like their kids and uh sports like very involved you know he he's not like the you know you're some of the parents, you know, yelling from the stands, he likes to sit by himself in the corner, but like, you know, he's always, he's always been there to like every game. And so I feel like it's always been nice, you know, you know, cause out here, like, 
I don't have like as much family, but I always know that like my dad's watching, you know, from back in on the stream and back home in Illinois. So I feel like that's one of the the main influencers, you know, have someone to like look up to and always be there, you know, watching me play, regardless if it's, you know, freaking Wednesday night, you know, like super late or so. Yeah, that's kind of cool to know that, you know, like even though he's not there, he can still be watching. I mean, yeah. you really don't mm-hmm. care who, how many people are watching you, but you know your dad's watching, so you want to, you know, yeah. perform. Yeah, it always means a little bit more when you got someone important watching, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know you guys were able to stream the games either, so, yeah, that's nice. If yeah. your parents can check in from, from all around the nation or the world, wherever you guys are coming from. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So also coming up in your youth hockey, who had a bigger impact on your uh, hockey career? The players you played with or your coaches over the years? Um, it's a good question. Um, I would say probably some of the, I don't know. That's, I feel like it's a mix. I'm a little hybrid of both just because I feel like a lot of the times, like with youth hockey, you play with a lot of the same guys. Um, and so I feel like that in itself kind of like you build a lot of camaraderie. Cause like with like Utah state, like I'm here for four years, but there's guys I know I played with for, you know, six, seven, eight years back in Illinois. But then I, there was also like some coaches that I know that um, were really awesome um, back in, back in Illinois that, that pushed me. So I would say it's a good mix of both. Just, for, just, um, I had a good amount of good coaches out there. So. That's cool, man. So uh, what, what's been like your, uh, do you have a defining or a favorite moment that you've had in your Utah state career? You know, whether that's on the ice or, uh, you know, a big win or, or whatever. Yeah, that I feel like I'm don't want to sound selfish, but I think I have like eight total goals four years. Nothing crazy, right? Not a big points guy. So yeah, no just goals that I score. I can usually remember, you know, like pretty vividly each one. So I'd say I think it was my sophomore year, I put one in against like Weber and like we had just a crazy amount of people there. It was, it, you know, like, I don't know. I didn't play in front of a lot of fans. So I think that, you know, really anything is a lot. But, and so, I don't know, my go-to is like, I'm like the self-proclaimed, like, king of the jump celly. And so I, <laughs> I put one in and I just see the fans, like, like a bunch of them just lying over the glass. So I just skate over and I'm just, like, I jump up and like, I'm like right with them. I don't know why. That was probably one of my favorite moments just because like, you know, everyone's like freaking out. Like, it was pretty hype. Um and then I would say, like, another close one is, again, my sophomore year. We were at, like, the national tournament, um, which is, you know, usually a pretty big deal. And yeah. I actually scored a goal there. And um, And it wasn't, like, anything. It was just the fact that, like, I put the puck in the net. I'm pretty sure we lost that game. Um, but I don't know. I feel like, you know, there's only 16 teams out of, like, 200 that go to, to Natties and even less that get to score. So, I don't know. I always remember that, too. What was it, a, a clapper from the point, you know, or what, what kind no, of it was, was it? Uh, it was uh, one of the guys was swinging behind the net, like goal line. I kind of creeped down, stepped up a little bit, and I I think I, sh- I shot it, and it ramped up the guy's stick, like top shelf, and then he hits me. But and then I was like, oh, I, win it. I don't care. <laughs> Got the goal. Doesn't yeah, and then how like, I was saying, how my dad, my right, my my parents were there, right, and my my dad's in the bathroom, like oh. <laughs> he was in the bathroom. I was like, yeah, my dad's always watching, right? <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we we're getting like 
it was like probably like we we're losing my five goals. So that was probably why that, that was just kind of funny. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the guy that's always streaming the games and been such so impactful in your life yeah. in the bathroom for the, <laughs> the gold the man person, huh? nationals. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is too classic though. <laughs> yeah. How oh, freaking yeah. ironic is that? He's there for yeah. every goal except for your like pinnacle <laughs> of your youth hockey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm sure he gets all crap. You guys, did you guys have a way to 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 replay that goal later on? Was he able to see it at all? He just have yeah, to get they, told uh, the story. They, I think they they streamed all of those games. Okay. So yeah, I got the. I got all of my goals saved that I can, you know, nice. keep it for uh, one day. <laughs> right. And so if you ever have your own That's little young saying. bucks, you'd be like, this is what dad yeah. used to do back in the day. You this, know? Is the, this is the big leagues. Ever heard of this? <laughs> <laughs> you got to have like your Jersey shadow boxed, you know, in your little man cave oh, room. Oh, hundred, hundred percent. Just all painted, you know, blue and gray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you shadow box the jersey, do you do the captain side up front or do you do the back side? Or do you that's do like not, home and that's away? A, that's a, that's what I yeah, that's what I'm thinking doing a home maybe show like the you know, like the C and then the way like the back, you know. <laughs> just just so like everyone that walks through, you know, just so they know. Yeah, gotta you gotta know. know you were the captain. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm a kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So who you got? You guys are playing on Friday night at seven, and then Saturday at one. Mm-hmm. You guys are playing Providence College from from uh, Great Falls, Montana. Yep. Yeah, they're a super super good team. Um, we've had a lot of good battles against them in the past like few years. So I think they're generally kind of new, but they've been a pretty good team. I think they usually get a bunch of guys from Canada, but yeah, yeah usually okay. pretty good. So hopefully we can give them a good. Uh, good few games we're supposed to go out there last weekend actually to great falls and play them but got canceled like four days beforehand because i'm pretty sure they pretty feel like that's the same nowadays if someone got COVID on their team kind of like a broken yeah. record huh <laughs> yeah COVID. tough break yeah. tough break that's how you get out of parties yeah. and you know things these days like oh sorry somebody yeah, i know anything though, got yeah. COVID. yeah and i just can't come to your your boy's birthday party anymore <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know you saw me post on Instagram last night at my boy's house. That's where I got it from. Sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, hey. Funny when I was talking. Hey, uh, I hear there was a game that you guys were playing the University of Utah, and it was back-to-back games, and you guys were chirping each other on social media. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a classic. Uh, that's a classic story. I have to shout out uh, Drew Decker, my good buddy. Uh, he was like the the hero of this story. So basically, we played them back to back. Played them Friday in Logan. We lost like three to two. And so you guys know like the bar. You know bar stool, yeah. Like yeah. I feel like everyone knows like yeah. bar stool. So our each school like has a bar stool. So with, like the Utah State University bar stool like insta put up like a highlight with a couple hits. And it was from that game. And one of their players commented on it and said, mix in a win next time. And so my good buddy died. Yeah. Right. And my good buddy Decker, I can't remember what he said, but he basically like claps back and chirps at him. And uh, so basically, you know, you got the stage is set for tomorrow, you know, like there's a little bit more at stake now. Um, And so we play them down at Salt Lake and, I think I can't remember if it was a comeback win or not, but it goes to overtime. 
sure enough, he puts he puts in the game winning goal in overtime. Oh, your so boy that was, was chirping. Yeah, he, oh <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like giving it to him like after he scored that. Like you got so funny. After that. And, and, so the kicker of this, the the end of this story is, um, a, a few guys, including the guy like Decker, they go to the classic post game meal at McDonald's, ACHJ classic, yeah. right? They go and eat the post game meal, and some guy apparently I wasn't there was like giving the workers a hard time and like threw his food. Right. He throws it on the floor. And so Decker is like the hero tells him to pick up his food. And I'm pretty sure like the guy like shoves him. And so it was an all around hilarious night for, for him, <laughs> a hero on the ice and at McDonald's. So and at the post game deluxe meal, <laughs> he huh? went and I mean, bought a journal that yeah, night. he got, he got his post game deluxe meal. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully they gave him some free coupons for helping him out there or something. I don't know. They should have sponsored him, you know, put the golden arch on his jersey. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> nice. So so tell us the story about uh, Ethan taking a puck to the dome. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, that's another classic. Um, so I think it was the Mountain West, uh, the Mountain West, like, conference championships. We were hosting it in Logan, and we were playing a team and Ethan was the backup. And so he, I don't know if it's a rule that goes after wear their helmets or not, but he wasn't wearing his helmet and he had his head turned to the side. And one of our players was skating and he was going for a chip and he chipped the puck like right into the bench. And I don't know, I don't know if it was super hard, but it must hit him like right in the right spot, like on the temple. And he just, he just is out cold. <laughs> and I'm like standing right next to him on the bench. I'm like, Oh man, like this isn't good. And our, trainers like running from the other side of the bench and like there's like two thousand people here you know like at the rink like like what's going on and it was uh it, he i think he was out for a good bit and he uh he he ended up having a pretty bad uh like concussion um but another like off the ice funny little uh story is i went to ethan's a big sweet tooth he loves his cookies so i went to like a local like cookie shop after the game and get him like a you know like a like a like a, like a gift for him. And so I went and get him a cookie and I had my, my Utah state Danny, you know, hat on. And, uh, there was a few people in there like, Oh man, like, was the goalie? Is he all right, man? Like, you know, we were at the game, like, you know, is he all right? And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to, going to give him a cookie right now. Like, Oh, that's, that's so nice. That's so sweet. So it, it he just so made fun. it a certain yeah, he's in the hospital. I'm going to bring him a cookie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I should have made it a little bit worse, get a free cookie out of it or something, but yeah, that was a, that's Another what they classic. were concerned, though. Yeah, you know? they don't know if you'll yeah. make it through the, the night. And all community is worried about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, So, question now. Does Ethan wear his helmet on the bench now? Or is, is he still, uh, you know, ballsy like that? Still um, on the bench, no helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got to go up. I'm trying to think now. I'm trying to think. He's probably always sat on like the bench still... for two games. This I mean, he year. plays a lot, though, huh? So. Yeah. I'm trying to. I, that's a good question. I don't have to have to tell him. Make sure I don't have to tell him it's a liability. I'm the team president. Can't be a it's liability. A or give him like yeah. a shield or something. He's got to wear. Yeah. yeah. Give him a COVID mask to wear on the side of his head. Yeah. yeah. One of those face shields. <laughs> yeah, like the giant welding helmets. Yeah. yeah those those wear. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's all I got for you. Mason, you got anything else? Uh, no, I mean, 
I think that's all I got. Do you have a, a favorite place you've played in your Utah State career? Besides, you know, these home games, a bunch of fans or any other cool venue? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Going to Arizona is always nice because it's warm, but their rink isn't the greatest, ASU's rink. Um, I think one of the coolest rinks has probably been the Steelheads. We we've got I've gotten to play a few games like where the like Boise Steelheads play like their East Coast team. Okay, um, that's that's been pretty cool just because like it's like huge. Um, right. So that's probably been like my favorite rink. My favorite destination probably just overall like going to Dallas for Nationals. That was just it's just super fun. It's just a whole different atmosphere yeah. going to Nationals. Plus like going from a state that actually has a winter in February in March and going out to Texas. That's always a nice change in uh, scenery for the weather. Right. So, yeah. Springtime out in Texas, yeah. not bad weather. And that's a fun city too. No, not at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. So nice. Well, cool, man. I, that, it's been a great conversation. So yeah, I mean, well, I'll be out of the game this weekend. So if you score, I better see that Eccles leap, you know, yeah, in the man. Crowd. Hey, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Let me know. We can look out for you. Get a little uh, picture, throw it on Insta or something. There you go. Get, uh, me and Ethan, we can get yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Cool. Dude. Hey, where do these sure. fans find you on Insta? What's it called? Um, I think my, my Insta is hdoyle12. Okay. So you can find oh, me nice. on there. I don't know. You can go to the USU Hockey Instagram, too. I've been, uh, me and Ethan have been running that, the social media, so we've okay. been sure to give ourselves a lot of shout-outs on there. So there you, you can find, us, find me on there, too. Yeah. Play the game every night. Yeah, so everybody be sure to follow, yeah. you know, Hunter and Ethan and USU Hockey on the Insta. Yeah. You guys just tearing it up, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Hunter, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks again, bro. All right, awesome. Thanks, guys. Take it easy, man. Bye. See you. That was a great interview with Hunter Doyle. Yeah. What a, you know, a humble, just a nice guy. Shows up to Utah State with his hockey bag, not thinking he's going to play any more than some drop-in hockey. Only brought it because his grandma was like, you better take your hockey bag. If there was any less room in the car, he wouldn't have (laughs) even considered hockey. He wouldn't even try it out when he got here. And then his buddy, all the Ethan Weesey pieces. Oh, ECPs. He's like one of these, you know, he's like this, uh, these underdog walk-on, you know, football players that get their scholarship by their senior year. But, I mean, they don't do that in the ACHA, but he's captaining the team. Yeah. Captain. He's the, he's the president, team mom. Yeah, you know. He's bringing the, the orange slices. Mother. and <laughs> He's bringing the orange slices and Kool-Aid. He's just doing it all on and off the ice. Yeah. And uh, he's set up for success to go to grad school yeah. at the University of Pittsburgh. Yeah. So big ups to, to Hunter Doyle. Thank him for going. I mean, thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, he's probably starting a food food gram, you know, Hunter Doyle eats. Yeah, keep an eye out for the, <laughs> the big eats, you know. <laughs> big eats with Hunter Doyle. <laughs> but yeah, so let's jump over to the professionals, you know. We'll get them in before the end of the show. I mean, I mean we talked a little bit, you know. Yeah. We got off track there. Bounced off the road, you know, went went down a side street there for a minute. Yeah, it tends to happen. <laughs> it tends, tends to happen, happen with us. Yeah, a few few more times than not. But so, did you catch that women's game on Sunday? No, I I saw that uh, it was the New New Hampshire Region One, but I didn't like get a lot of uh, the action in. No. Okay, well, it was. Good what about game. you? Yeah, yeah, I, it was a good game. I was 
I mean, we got Lexi, so she was all pumped about it. We watched. That's cool. It. She she's tracking that, then, huh? Yeah, I mean, she was definitely like, you know, your Hillary Knights, your Brianna Deckers, yeah. Kendall Coins, Schofield, your big namers, right? You know, but they were all on the ice, so it's good to watch those hockey games when you know the girls on the ice, and they all showed up, they all scored, and even though New Hampshire went up three one after the first. And the Minnesota team fought hard. There was some goal controversial. Ended up not counting. It didn't cross the line. But they almost they almost made the comeback. Hillary Knight scores late in the game. But they fell short. And the New Hampshire region won. So You think all those, those coaches, you know, looking at Alex Lafreniere, like, hey, be careful. These guys are gunning for your spot right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Madison Square he's been Garden. working his way out of this, the point she is. I think he got a couple more points in the last couple of weeks. I think he's just still at two goals, I though. Think he's only at three points in the season, but, you know. So, hey, you didn't get all the prep time you normally get in a rookie, you know, at full training camp and all that. You know. Some of these girls have just as many goals in Madison Square Garden as he does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not a slide at Lafreniere. That's a... That's a Props to the women. No, it's just yeah. These 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 are top notch women playing hockey. He was rocking the PWHPA uh, sweater and warm ups, like when he was oh, out that's there cool. like, checking out the ice. You know, he was rocking the sweater, so supporting the girls. And it was a great game. Um, really, like it was fast hockey. Like it was quality hockey. Like I could watch that every day. That game yeah. of hockey. And then three stars of the game were Brianna Decker. Kendall Coyne, Schofield, and Amanda Kessel. So, you know, I want to say uh, feel the thrill, sister. Yep, Amanda. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool to see. Um, uh, so would you do you think it's a? Can you see an obvious jump from like NWHL when you're watching this hockey, or do you think? Oh, it's, it's like it's, you can obviously tell like not any slack to the girls yeah. who are playing in the NWHL, but this is just this is it. This is the show. These are the premier women. Yeah, like when you watch this, you're like, okay. These girls are freaking good. Like, way good. Like, it's fast hockey. It's hard hockey. And it was fun to see these girls are like, we're on Team USA together playing against each other and like giving each other the old the cold center, you know, right? like, yeah. Going hard into the boards, battling. So, I think it was really good. And Brianna Decker, that opened up the scoring in the game, she ended up getting the MVP, the Canadian Tire Player of the game. So, it was an awesome night. And I think that. There's a couple. I think they have a couple more of these scheduled, and they're gonna be good, good games to watch. So I'm excited for the future these girls have ahead of them. That's cool. I wonder if any of those girls are still bitter about that silver medal in well, the Olympics. You know, <laughs> well, I bet they are. But they also the the world's um, the women's world championships was supposed to be played next month in April, and they're probably gonna push it back to May. So. They're going to have to wait for a little bit longer Not to get, gonna that get their revenge. chance yet. A little bit longer to get that revenge. Yeah, so. just, but then hopping just over to. Just let it build up more. Yeah, but then hopping over to the men's pros. Um, you, ha- you got any highlights you want to talk about from this week? Uh, I saw the second best goal. The second best goal. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think it's going to be goal of the year. And I don't know how you. Don't think it's going to be goal of the year. Okay, Crosby's, you know. Batting it out of the batting air. Batting out of the air was great, but dude. Tapping her in. Oshi freaking belly up. I know. Belly down. You Defenseman know, just, all over him. Just swinging, dancing, 
The one-handed backhander. Just poking it in as he's sliding, you know, slip and slide. <laughs> we'll say this Penguins and Caps rivalry has been fun this year. It has been. It's it's crazy that the Penguins have not had, they, they've not been able to win a lot of games that they normally win. But then the Peng, the Capitals and Penguins series has still been as even as ever. Well, it just goes to overtime. The Penguins usually win. Yeah, if it's if it's extra, if it's out of regulation, they got a shot. At one. <laughs> like they're they're good to go. But Caps got this one. I mean, you you, you hate to see a goal like that and then the team lose. Yeah. yeah. So glad they won. Oh, she got. I think it'll be goal of the year. We'll see, it's gonna yeah. be a hard one to beat, unless Matthews dips and doozies around some guys and puts one in. You know? Yeah, you know Matthews or McDavid's <laughs> probably due for another little yeah. coast to coaster. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe Crosby's got one in him this year. Yeah, maybe a future goal scorer, but Trevor Zegras gets called up for the Ducks, and he didn't technically score his first NHL goal, but he scored in the shootout, which it was a it was a beauty. I didn't see that one. Was it a a real beauty. Yeah, it was, on, it was against the Arizona Coyotes, which they ended up losing in the shootout, but he definitely mm. undressed the goalie and put it top shelf. Hey, show the coach that he's, he deserves to be on the ice. Yeah, that, yeah. that's cool. He was, because that was the top score for the World Juniors, right? He yeah, was Team US. Team USA. Yeah. But he's been playing down in the AHL, and they just called him up this last week. So Good for him. That's cool to see. And then there's a lot of drama in Buffalo with uh, Jack Eichel. Yeah, Apparently, what is going on with Jack? Yeah. <laughs> the, the coach comes out, Kruger is like, yeah, Jack Heiko got hurt last night or in warm-ups or whatever. And then Jack Heiko comes out and says, no, I didn't. What? <laughs> this yeah, is weird. so I, I think uh, Kruger will be gone before the end of March. I mean, they owe Jack Heiko more money than they owe him. <laughs> you know, and he's a little. I think he's a little more influential on that team at this yeah, point. And I, and I think he's going to be a little bit harder to replace. So yeah, I think they brought in Taylor Hall to kind of help keep him happy, and it hasn't happened. So I think Coach is the next one to go. Did you see that uh, like Instagram comment to them about the guy that had brought it bought a cutout for his aunt that died? He commented oh, at yeah. the, the Sabres, and he's like, I bought a cutout of my aunt who died, and I just wonder if I could come get it, because this is getting embarrassing. I don't want her to watch this anymore. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That was awesome. And then, uh, I mean, just another beautiful goal, but Dumba, uh, Kings in uh, Minnesota, where we're in their ret- reverse retros, they both have green and yellow. The other one's purple yellow, so it was the battle. Uh, the reverse retro yellows. Yeah, with the old North Stars, <laughs> yeah, green and goes. yellow, and then you got the purple and but yellow LA Kings. Dumba goes down and scores the game winner in overtime with like .3 seconds left in the game. That's pretty big. Yeah, so that was a beautiful goal. And then another beautiful goal was uh, Spezza in his fake slap shot. Totally like faked uh, Mike Smith out of his pads, dude. He comes up, winds up for the clapper. And Mike Smith just drops, you know, two for flinching. And, <laughs> and, uh, That's what you just, get sometimes. Sometimes Spezza you get just, burned. Spezza just put it up over his shoulder. Hey, you know, uh, speaking of these top plays, you know, this is just a, a funny uh, a story. I, I didn't realize. Did you see? Have you seen these videos, Pavel? I didn't know Pavel Datsuk was still playing. He's yeah, in the he's, he's in the Russia. K, yeah, yeah, like tearing it up, rocking a C. Yeah. 
and still he, dangling through guys at 42. He probably Bro, just, yeah. He probably just was like, hey, I'm going out. This is my team. I'm captain. I'm captain. I'm coach. I'm owner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he owns the team, but yeah. he probably runs it like it's his own team. I mean, they probably give him what he wants. You know, it's Bob Eldatsu. He probably did no, no bag skates, no practice. He just shows up. I'm just here to play. 15 minutes before the game, laces up the skates and goes and does his little Datsuki dude. Just pounded a triple cheeseburger, shows up, takes a shot of vodka. <laughs> That's <stuff's> right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, dupes and daisies, uh, did you see Bennington just going around just punking everybody on the Sharks? Yeah. I mean, if you're already going out, you know, you got pulled. <laughs> Might as well uh, answer those chirps that they're sending at your way. <laughs> Just get over to the sharks bench. Yeah, shoves the guy. It was like a, like a it like took you back to a high school hockey game where someone gets like taken out of the game and he just like punches everybody on his way out. <laughs> yeah, just add. You know, I mean, I'm already on my way out. Might as well. Get a couple more games suspension here by punching every dude. But yeah. In the NHL, that's not really the case. But goes over to the bench, talks <laughs> crap to everybody on the bench. You know, psychs out, gives a the old uh, psych to Carlson, yeah, and then goes up to Dubnik and <laughs> rubs gives him it a little shove, him. yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Definitely throwing a fit on his way out. You know what was uh, funny to see though is like there wasn't really much of a response from the you know the sharks. Like they were all just kind of like, "Whoa, bro!" Like it's you know like, and I feel like that always makes you more mad when. Like, they don't answer the call, yeah. you know? Like, you go up and you show some guys, and they just, like... Ha-ha. It, it's okay. Are you all right, man? You know, or they play, like, the... You I'm know, like, going to be the bigger person. Here. Yeah, I'm going to be the bigger person, and, yeah, the respectable card, you know? And so you just look like more of an a-hole going <laughs> off the ice. <laughs> but Blues got the last laugh, and they won the game. So, hey. At least got a dub. At least he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get kicked out of the game, and the team lost. Bennington was just giving him the old suck it on the way out. You know, he wasn't the one that brought him. You know, or willed him to a win. But yeah, <laughs> hey, it was his effort going off the ice? Maybe it, he had a piece to buy. That's right. And then Keith Yandel moving up the all-time um, consecutive games played list. He moved up into third. He's got eight hundred eighty-five. Consecutive games played. 885 games. What is that like? Over 10 seasons. That that's has, almost nine seasons. They're season. almost 11 hasn't seasons. Hasn't missed yet. a game. Man, what an Iron Man. And the probably the more uh, surprising thing in that list is Fatty Phil is next behind him of active players. Yeah, how's your win, Phil? It's pretty good, right? No, your, was it your breath? Yeah, how's, how's your, your breath? How's your breath? It's like, I don't know, does it smell bad? He's like, no, I mean like your lungs because you look like you were sucking air. <laughs> Freaking Pierre Maguire, what a dick. I know, dude, that would, like, a post-game interview when they win, you know, and you're asking him that kind of question. Yeah. Like, I like how Phil never, like... Doesn't care. Like, yeah, dude, he, and he, like, never cared, and he, like, usually had, like, some kind of, like, I don't know, for, like angry chirp or tongue-in-cheek joke come back like he never just like took it he was just like yeah screw you man like i'm out here scoring genos dude like yeah. what are you gonna say so what if i like cheeseburgers well know? when he was in toronto there was a reporter was like do you feel like you're the problem and then he was like are you serious right now yeah are you serious <laughs> you're saying i'm the problem uh you know and he was like get real bro i'm out here yeah bleeding for this team putting all my blood sweat and tears into winning here 
I, I've always been a big Phil Kessel fan. Like, Me I probably too. have three Phil Kessel Toronto Maple Leafs jerseys because he was my favorite player when they played on that team. And I love watching Phil. Even when the Penguins won the Cup, I didn't care for it one bit, but I was excited to see Phil Kessel. And then, and then Obama gives him the chirp <laughs> when he goes to the White House, and he's like, Phil Kessel is a Stanley Cup champion. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what is it about Phil, you know? Like, He's just getting chirped from everybody, from the media, from the president of the United States. Jeez, and I, I, I loved, like, it was exciting to watch. It wasn't 2014 when he had, like, seven or eight goals for Team U.S. in the Olympics? Yeah. He was leading the tournament in goals. Yeah, and, and he, I honestly think that first year the Penguins won the Cup, or was it the second? He was, he led him in goals, but he was, like, one behind Crosby or something in points, and so he didn't get the conference. I think it was but. the first one. So I think Phil Kessel should have got the consummate that first time, but yeah, I, that's just me. I think, I mean, he, Crosby was the leader in, in Sydney, you know, and, and Malcolm got it the last time they won the Cup. But, yeah, I, if it wasn't Crosby, it was definitely Kessel. Like, and, you know, now he goes to Arizona, and he's he's kind of cooled off a little bit, but he's starting out the season hot, and he's still a good goal scorer. Like, yeah. he still scores goals when they mean most. So. He's still up there in their total, yeah, on the in the Coyotes' And he's as played, far as the roster goes. And as much as you want to make fun of his weight out of shape, he's played 863 games consecutive. He's a strong investment, man. He's going to be on the ice. Yeah. He, so. I don't know why the Penguins ever traded him. I'm on the Galchenyuk. Yeah, and then Galchenyuk gets pigeon-tossed all the way around the league. It, so. it made no sense to me. I mean, maybe there was just more, you know, locker room differences or something internal, too. But Well, that's probably why Rutherford's not working there anymore. Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, like it's, there was nothing come. No, I mean, according to the ownership, you know, the writing wasn't on the wall, and they were so surprised that Rutherford stepped down. <laughs> he just traded Phil Kessel for a guy that got traded four times in that last year. Yeah, awesome. And then, you know, let Hornquist go and bring on another bad contract from Florida. And Hornquist has been scoring goals and, and looks taking good, yeah. names, you know. In Florida, or what they were... At the top of their division for a minute they're, there, right? They I mean, are at the top of their division yeah. right now. At the central, right? Yeah. yeah. So hey, and, good you know, on you. And uh, you know, the old pens, as much as I hate to say they're a bubble team right now. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> you know, I think just because they have Crosby, he's he he does show up when it counts, and I think Penguins will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll probably think... have to play the Capitals the first round and we'll see. Yeah, that's <laughs> always fun. We'll have that drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll either be Happy at Mason's house, and it'll be mad at my house, or it'll be happy at my yeah. house. And if you guys don't ever know, don't know Leo, Nick's <laughs> wife is a hardcore Caps fan, and I'm I'm a big Penguins fan, so it's always drama. There's she has so many people that like text her on days that like the Penguins and Capitals are playing. Like it's always like she's got like shit coming at her from every angle. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder why she's always. And I, see, I don't usually, I don't ever like text her out of the blue, but I know I've posted. A couple times, like I posted the scores when they won those back-to-back cups each time, you know, in Game Seven, like back-to-back, yeah. and she would comment like the first one, <laughs> like don't even. Know. Oh yeah, she loves her caps, that's for sure. So she definitely, like when when the when the caps actually won the Penguins that one year, it was our anniversary. I think it was actually the day before our anniversary, but we were going out that night, mm-hmm. and we got a babysitter and stuff, and like she wore. This, like, same, like, I got her this Valentine's Gentleman shirt that was, like, Washington one. 
and she wore it every time they played. And so, like, she made sure she wore it on date night for our anniversary. Oh. And we watched the game, like, in the car, like, driving to Salt Lake because, like, we had to watch it. But That's some Crosby-level superstition right there. Yeah, so... She wore it, and they won the cup, Irony. so... And they, yeah. We even, when we went to the, the game, she usually wore it. She wore it underneath her jersey, but she still wore it. Dude, Ovi was like, sorry, Vegas. I know it's your first year, and it's been a great... It's a cool year, but <laughs> I'm not leaving here without a cup in my hand. That's right. <laughs> it was an awesome experience. But uh, I think the news in the NHL this week was uh, the Montreal Canadiens just slipping down. They fired their coach, which... Dude, they started Claude out... Julian? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has a heart attack at the end of the last season. Feel bad for him, but he's just not doing it. And They started out so strong, and they just have sucked. There's nothing else to say about it. I mean, yeah. I'm okay with it. I don't care. To fall, like, you know, when he stepped on the ice, he had, like, eight straight games of points. And, he gets, like, know, three hat tricks and three games, and then he just... Looks unstoppable. And, and he like, just hits the, hits the break, hits the E-break. And we still don't know who they are. Yeah, I mean, I mean they have the roster. You'd think that with the success with you know Shea Weber and now Corey Perry, the the uh, antique whatever interrogator. Yeah, you'd say you know out there and um, yeah, Toffoli and you know the goalie Carey Price is still a great goalie, but and they've dropped out of the playoff race in that division. So yeah, like I said, I think I think number one is gonna be Toronto. Number two will be Edmonton. And then three and four, it could be Calgary. It could be. I think Winnipeg will make it in just because they're that consistent team. Mm-hmm. They're not good, but they're not bad. Hellebuck yeah. is pretty solid. Dubois fitting in. Shifley's consistent. Wheeler's good. So yeah. and Connor's yeah. become a good player and he's consistent. So I think Winnipeg gets it in into the playoffs as that just okay team. And if Dubois comes into his own out there, you know. Turns around, so yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll be there, and uh, yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll see Calgary for a rematch of last year. Yeah, that would be awesome if it's two versus three and Calgary makes it in the third. Hopefully, oh, I guess it, they played. No, they played Winnipeg, but I want to see. I want to see the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs. I want to see Edmonton and Calgary play each other in the playoffs. Oh yeah, that would be fun too. So, yeah, see that Battle of Alberta. Oh, the the good Drysaddle and Kachuk. <laughs> rivalry there. <laughs> I mean, it would be awesome to see a Maple Leafs Canadians uh, match up in the playoffs. Maybe they get in. Maybe they get that fourth spot. Especially if the Leafs just mop the floor with them, you know. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they get in, they play, and they just sweep them. And it's like games like five nothing. Yeah. Carry price nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was good to see you, but uh, yeah. Bust out the broomsticks and go back home. <laughs> There's the door. <laughs> nice to see you. Yep. Nice knowing you. Get out the dustpans. You think when that final game, like when the Canadian division ends up playing in the in that the semifinal, the like coming over the border will be like <sighs> I think every team yeah. that'll be the first time that any team gets the, a chance to play another team outside of their division all yeah. season will be that semifinals. Yeah. That's going to be, that would probably, I don't know, that's going to be an experience, huh? I mean, it would be kind of, yeah, I imagine that'd be nice, like, for a Leaf, like, I, you know, there's not a guy that I've seen nine times that I know is coming at me or, or whatever. Yeah. You know. So. But NHL's been exciting this year. It's been fun to watch. I, li- I like these back-to-backs because 
And like my brother, he was like, I don't know if I like these two, three games, you know, and they lose through two, three times. I'm like, no, this is my favorite type of hockey. Like, if I lose a game, I want to go back out and play again. Like, let's do this again. Yeah. Rerun it. <laughs> Line right. back up. Yeah. Run it again. Because you, you got that emotion yeah. already flared up, and then you want that yeah. That next game. You want to you know, go punch them in the mouth after they got you. And No, it is good. You see a lot of these split games, you know. The, what's, the team wins one by three, and then they come back and lose the next game. It's fun to see. I mean, it's hard to complain about. You know, yeah. a bunch of battles of Alberta and you know, <laughs> yeah. Washington, gonna, Pittsburgh. Yeah, who's going to complain with 10, yeah. 10 games between those teams? Yeah, not me. That's no, for sure. Not me. So, NHL going forward. I'm super excited for the rest of the season. And that's all I got. Yeah. Anything else? It's been another good talk about the NHL. It's been a good episode. Yeah. Thank you all for joining in on episode Ocho. Ocho! The Big Eight. The Big Eight. Yeah, we're coming up on double digits. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ten episodes in the bank. Maybe we'll have to have a party. For the tenth. For the tenth, huh? <laughs> tenth tenth uh, party episode. Yeah, let's do it. Dinner party. But uh be be uh you know, be sure to catch all the uh epic chirps and posts coming from Nick uh, at Welcome to Cup Talk on the Instagram. Yeah, and also subscribe to the podcast. I don't know if it... Wherever you get those podcasts. Yeah, subscribe. You know, Apple, Spotify. Click subscribe. I don't ask much, but I ask that. Give us a review. <laughs> Give us, us a review. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. DM us on the Instagram. Join the Facebook group. Welcome to Cup Talk. And just give us praises or give a shit we don't care if there's something if there's a bad opinion that we've said or if there's something else about hockey that we're missing or something in utah that we're missing let us know yeah if you want the show if you want your team to get their uh their highlights on the the show hey if you're a youth hockey team send us your info yeah get us some photos or some videos we'll post them on the insta (laughs) yeah we'll share the love the, the reason for this podcast is the to grow the game so yeah, we're just doing our part out here in the Beehive. We need more hockey, more, more kids thing. on the ice. That should be the name of the new ice rink whenever it's built. The Beehive. The Beehive. And it should be built like one of those old like wood ones, but like look like a beehive in the middle. Yeah, and the the, the home team, the Hornets, or something like that, or the, the Buzz. <laughs> the bring buzz. it back, dude. The Buzz. Dude, the Buzz was the greatest non hockey team in utah history i know i still love you see the old buzz hats you're like yeah i went to a bees game a couple years ago and they had a buzz shirt i was like that's mine i bought it (laughs) (laughs) i used to go to the buzz game all the time so all right well that's all i got for you mason yeah me too nick it's been real it's been nice to be reunited seeing sitting three feet away from you sitting three feet away and don't worry guys we're we're physically distanced enough (laughs) with three feet and we're keeping it safe. I think we're a little bit more than three feet, but, you know. Yeah. But we're right here. It feels good to be back together. And uh, anything to get out of Fort Sill in Lawton, Oklahoma. <laughs> good to be home. All right, everybody. Okay. We'll take it easy, guys, and see you guys next week. Catch you next time.